The final season of Power Book 2, Ghost, begins. And for Tariq St. Patrick, it's the moment of truth. In the wake of being betrayed, pushed out of the drug game, and almost killed, Tariq is out for revenge. Will he prove to be like his father and do whatever is to be done to protect his family and his future? Or is he his own man? Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now only on Stars and the Stars app. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears. Real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC. There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Limited time offer. Requires 0% APR. 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Flame 
my roll, also known as my roll flame. Coming with laughs and coming with jams. On Love Lounge, baby, you better catch it when you can. Dropping knowledge from fatherhood to politics. Shouting out comics, just paying homage. What's up, Tiff? Yeah, you know she ready. Shy Town's on speaking to the grown and sexy. We gon' laugh, cut them and kick it. And at the end, we leaving with just a lift your spirit. Make you wanna revisit. Tell your friends, take a listen. Young folks say it's lit. Old folks say we dig it. Can't no bitch do what you do. Welcome to Laugh and Learn. I'm your host, Flame Monroe, along with my beautiful, gorgeous, always on vacation and working co-host, the wonderful Lauren Hogan. How are you going to say I'm on vacation and working at the same time? That don't make no sense. It's a vacation. <laughs> vacay work. Working vacation. Work vacay? Work vacay? Uh-huh. Okay. She always gone, y'all. I can't keep Girl, up with her. You're I right. Like- I just got back at 1 a.m. this morning, y'all. Flame, uh-huh. I didn't even tell you. Okay, before we officially get started... Um, a white man, no, a white woman and a black man I was sitting next to in a little uh, third row. I was on the uh, left side on the window seat. The black man in the middle and the white lady on the end was literally fighting. I didn't even what? tell you. I forgot. Why? So he was a, a larger man. He was about 6'3", you know, so he's in the middle. So he takes up more space. I was annoyed initially, too, because I felt like he was kind of sliding over into my space. But I'm like, you know what? He's a big dude. And not like he was fat, but, you know, he's just he's big. He's 6'3". But Flynn, the white woman, I think she might have been Dutch or Romanian or something. She was literally just like knocking her elbow into him. They were like fighting back and forth. The flight attendant had to come and separate them more than once. And he eventually had to move. It was bad. I thought they were going to have to land the plane. Cause okay, they now, 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 now you got my mind working. Now I'm intrigued because I know I know how you fly, and so I know you never fly no nothing less than Delta, Delta Comfort Plus, yep. which has a little more leg room. So if you're saying he was tight in that, he really was tall. Why didn't they just switch seats? Was she a big girl too? No, she wasn't. And she was. And the thing that made it so bad is she was lying that she wasn't hitting him. So everybody around us was like, she's lying. She's like, I'm 65. You're 6'3". How could I hit you? And it was just I like, win. this is the Full type. Black woman in church and pinched the shit out of her. <laughs> I pinched the shit out of that lady. I would. But it just had me thinking, because, you know, we've talked about how, you know, people were stuck in the house and COVID and tensions were just higher. But I literally got it like, you know, in real time. And then on top of that, this white woman is lying on this black man. And we had, you know, white male stewardess come by and he initially was trying to listen to the white woman until everybody around us was like, no, she's lying. Like that's not what happened. It was just crazy. So I forgot to even tell you that, but yeah, that was my flight last night and I got home at 1am. It was crazy. Well, at least you had, look, at least you had entertainment on your flight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad nobody was hurt. I'm gl- and, I'm, and I'm making light of it, but so many people are sitting on edge and waiting like a powder keg to explode. What if she would have went did something crazy and tried to open the doors or something like that? I personally think on these planes now that they should give codes to open the doors only to the stewardesses and to the pilots. Because I think like you go to the bathroom, you have to go. Sometimes you have to go past the door. What if somebody decides they want to have a mental breakdown and open the door? Everybody's going to die. Yeah. It was crazy. And you know, as much as I fly, I'm getting on another plane on Friday and then I got to fly again the following Wednesday. 
as much as I fly, like to have, and I'm, I think I'm lucky because I haven't had really like many incidents. But yesterday, I'm not even gonna lie, I was a little nervous because I was like, okay, this is it was escalating because they were fit, like getting physical with each other, and it's a plane, it's a small cabin, so it, it was just wild, <laughs> wild. Wow. Well, that was an experience. I'm glad you're okay, Lauren. And I'm glad you didn't get in the middle of it because, you know, sometimes on the outside looking in and you see the injustice, you want to say something. You've been around me a long time. First of all, you spoke up anyway because you're mom. But you've been yes. around my ass for quite some time. And you know I'm not having none of it. None of it. Oh, so, no, you know, yeah. I said something. Yeah, I was like, she's lying. Because we're not about to do that. I did say that. I was like, she's lying. 100%. And then there were even some white ladies behind me, too. They were like, she's lying. She's lying. So, but... You're right. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And these can these Karens have gotten away with it for so long because I hate that so many of us are afraid to speak up, and then the black ones that are speaking up that have the limelight. I'm not gonna say his name. I'm saying ridiculous, foolish stuff. I'm not gonna say the craziest one name, but the second craziest one. Let's get to it right now. Hi, Aaron. That's our producer. Let's get to the <laughs> the craziest one. Cause Ringling Brothers Barnum Bailey Circus closed about ten years ago, but the clown is running loose in Georgia, and his name is Herschel Walker. Good God, when I tell you Aunt Warnock destroyed, Raphael Warnock tore his ass up on the debates the other night and without even trying. You know the old adage, they say, give a nigga enough rope, he'll hang himself. Warnock yep. could have just stood there completely quiet. All, all Walker ever has to do is open his mouth and the most idiotic things that you could possibly think of just jump out. <laughs> I got to tell you, it's like when I listen to him talk, it makes my brain hurt. I don't know if anybody else like feels that way. But I feel dumb listening him like listening to him talk. It makes me feel dumb because I don't it understand don't, what the hell he's it saying. Does not, it may, it actually, it Lauren, I'm completely the opposite. I took me five years to get out of high school and I didn't go to college. He makes me feel like I am a rocket scientist. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I'm Einstein. <laughs> baby. Oh, I don't want to be Einstein. He was a pedophile. No, thank you. Not him. Uh-uh. Wait a minute. It's baby. They already brought all that out. That's why I keep saying, and they keep giving this term genius. They keep giving this term genius and they keep affiliating it, affiliating it with money. Money does not make you genius. Again, in the words of the great Oprah, my diva said, money only allows you to be more of what you already were. So hmm. if you a fool, money just makes you a bigger fool, honey. Herschel Walker is a bigger fool. I'm telling you, when he pulled out that fake-ass Mayberry badge, I looked at, and the moderator was like, no, he can't. I, hats off to the moderator because she checked him. I love that she did not let him run over her, even though he kept trying to out-talk her. Yeah, and the thing is, too, you know, he had that whole abortion thing come out last week, and we talked about that a little bit. I think the thing that's crazy to me is the Republicans doubled down on their support of him. They doubled down and they said, nope, we're still going to support him and we're just going to run with it because it almost feels like they really think that black people are just that stupid. Well, well, That's what here's, it really the, starts to feel like. well here's the thing with the, the Republicans doubling down. I can't remember the, 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 the name. And I'm not sure we talked about this last week, but that lady said, I think she's from Arizona. I don't care if he's pulling the ears off baby bunnies. We just want control of the Senate. I respect her more than mm -hmm. anyone else in the, on that Republican Party because at least she told us exactly what it is. They don't care who's in that position. They just want to make sure that they have that power of that position because they're going to control him anyway. He is a complete puppet for them. Complete puppet. So she was the only one who just put it right. He, she turned the cards over and said, here it is right here. I don't care what he did. I don't care who he has done it to. 
we want control of the Senate. And if he's in that position, that's what we want because they control him. That is very scary for us as, as an African-American people in this Boule country. I said it. Uh-huh. No, you're I, I, I tell you what, if I lived in Georgia, I would go get me a fake ID and my woman name, my man name, and probably a kid's name. Baby, I'm voting for three different times, not for him. <laughs> Child, now you're talking about election fraud, Jesus. Or well, that's fraud. It's, it's about to happen anyway. <laughs> get ready. November 8th is around the corner. Get ready. Trust me when I tell you, get ready. Because the problem is a lot of the Republicans are implementing and having their people go to work at the polls just so they can have control of the votes. Now, I'm not going to say that they're going to cheat or what have you, but a lot of the votes may get changed. And they have keep showing us that this voter fraud and they, a lot of these Republicans, Trump included, is still pushing the narrative of it was a stolen election. The election was not stolen. Well, but part well, yeah, and part of that too, though, Flame, is that the actual those the poll workers that actually have integrity, they're scared to go work the polls because of what happened during uh, the twenty twenty yeah, election with Trump, yeah. and how frankly, even in Georgia, even in Georgia, yeah, like the uh, there was a poll, there was two poll workers. It was actually a mother and a daughter. They received yeah. death threats, yeah, and were had to run home scared behind that. So Trump literally, you know, practiced intimidation tactics and it worked because people are now scared to work the polls. Fear, fear has never changed this country. That's why that's how they kept us enslaved. They kept it through fear, whether it was the whip or the selling of our children or what have you. But it was always fear. We, we're supposed to be a different breed of black people. But I tell you what, I watch some old movies sometimes. I'm telling you, I don't know. I don't know if we didn't get weaker in our DNA and our constitution or what have you. But. Again, it goes back to our fabulous producer, Aaron, what he said a little while earlier before we before we pre when we were pre-taping that um, I forgot. I just lost my train of thought. What did you say, Aaron? What did he say about us as a people? Yeah. And I ain't even had an edible. Ain't that something? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what it was, Aaron, but it was so great talking about. That we, it, it, more more so saying that we things are just going back to the, being the same way that they used to be. I don't know what is happening to us as people. We have more black millionaires and billionaires ever than ever before, but the power is so separated because people want to hold on to their money more than they want to hold on to their DNA. Oh, I think what you were saying, what um, Aaron was saying too, is like it's troll culture now. It's That's not, what it. Thank you, yeah, Lauren. I knew culture. you was gonna remember. Good God, what you think you're twenty seven? I'm thirty seven. <laughs> Get 37, you don't remember everything. <laughs> right. But no, he, right. But to Aaron's point, though, he was saying that it was troll culture. And I think that there was um, really a word in that is that it's not even about cancel culture anymore. It's about the troll culture. And it's more about controlling the narrative with lies because it's, it's about what you can get people to believe. And then you basically bully people with that rhetoric until it gets ingrained in their mind that they actually think it's the truth. And it's crazy to see that this, that's honestly what's happening with our country at this point in time. The pandemic was an awakening to us as, as a nation to show the world that we would, we would push hate and bitterness more than we'll push love and positivity. And we do the entire world pushes hate and, and bitterness that, that gets more clickbait. I, I, if I see a podcast and say my son graduated from college and I'm so proud of him and, and I see one right next to it and say, Ooh, we just jumped on uh, uh, the vice president and went after, I'm going to go to that one. I, don't ask me why, because I'm going to I'm going to be intrigued to see what happens. Even though it's, it's usually yeah. it's you I know, and it's usually it says that, but then when you go watch the video, it's nothing like that. It's, mm -hmm. I don't that is the, that is where we are. It's clickbait. Yeah, it's literally clickbait. And I know I know you said we wasn't going to mention it, but um, I mean I just have to feel I 
I'm sorry, I'm just compelled to say this at this point. Um, Mr. West is the epitome of clickbait. He is at this point in time. He That is the prime example of what clickbait is and how you're drawing people in with conspiracy theories and you know it's not true. That's He's a prime example. And, and on that note too, I got to give kudos to LeBron James because even though that this one podcast aired that episode, which I don't think that they should have based on knowing that he was spewing hateful rhetoric and lies he was actually on lebron james's um uh barbershop uh show for hbo they pulled his episode excellent pulled it for that reason excellent if we don't if we as a black people don't stand up for ourselves it's automatically you see that not i'm not going to say his name but you remember when as long as he came after black folks on any social media platform he had it was okay he came yeah. after the dudes. They shut it down. What, what's the company that took their money back? The James Morgan and Chase. Back? Yes. No, yep. thank you. We don't even want to deal with it. Yep. It's crazy. And especially during a time now, like this upcoming week is like the start of midterms in like Nevada and Georgia and Florida. Everybody's race between the Democrats and the Republicans is like a three to five percent margin. This was what we're about to encounter is about to be so huge on the political space, even more so before. Because to your point, you know, COVID definitely put like a catalyst into I feel like what we're seeing now. But I think when we look at it between COVID and Trump together, that was like an atomic bomb that we just weren't expecting to blow. That's we didn't, really and look, we didn't even need Putin to do that. Trump exactly. Did. Trump exactly. Oh, speaking of Trump and who, who was just subpoenaed by the January 6th committee. Thank you. Not that that means a whole lot because he'll probably show up and plead the fifth or won't want to answer, but it's giving him so much media attention, which he absolutely loves mm-hmm. that. We don't know how this is going to play out, but I love that all the tapes are coming out that they've seen from January the 6th. With Nancy Pelosi said, you know, you know, first of all, let me, my, my wife, y'all know I love me some Nancy. Me and Nancy going to share pampers. Baby, when Nancy Pelosi <laughs> said, I like to punch him in the face and I go to jail and be happy, that thrilled me because Nancy, to me, has always had the biggest balls in the Democratic Party. I absolutely love that. But when all that coming out, those people were afraid for their, life, for their lives, Lauren. And then when they showed the videotapes of the guy, the people out there rallying, if you listen to some of these idiots, toothless WTs, and I ain't going to say the word on here, but they were WTs to the 10th power openly mm-hmm. and blatantly racist and hateful and it was a few of us black folks sprinkled out there but yep. had that turn left the black, black people would have been the first ones to be shot and killed y'all out there participating in all this foolishness it just is ridiculous to me can i tell you the funniest thing um and i know trevor noah's show is going away on comedy central but the funniest part of his show was he had a correspondent that used to go out to trump rallies and basically just ask these you know trump supporters basic questions and used to just make them look stupid and then they would just cut reels behind it and it would just showcase just how stupid their comments were based on what they say that their morals and values are that they supported just the conflict of interest was just the funniest thing ever um i fully enjoyed those clips but uh, president trump or i'm sorry former president trump has um quite a few cases against him i don't know if you saw the newest one with eugene carroll mm-hmm. i and see that yeah, it's, I don't even know how many cases this man has at this point. Sadly, Lauren, and I, God, Jesus, flame my I cannot even believe you're about to say this. But sadly, even with all this opposition facing him, do you know I think they can still allow him to be on the ticket? I don't think they are. We, it's going to be very interesting to see, my partner. I promise you it will be. Because I agree. If they, 
If they do, good God, all hell going to break loose. Yeah, I don't think that they're going to allow him to do that um, because this is what I really feel in my spirit is that the only way that Trump is really has a chance of winning again is if he runs against Joe Biden because they can push the, well, Trump did this, Biden did that. They, they can do the back and forth thing. But if we get a different... Um, Democratic nominee, which I don't know what's going to happen come 2024. But if we get a def- different Democratic nominee, like a, Ga- uh, a Gavin Newsom, Trump's not going to have a chance. So th- the only way that this is going to work is if it's old white man versus old white man. If so, I think that the Republicans are starting to lean into a different direction of like a Ron DeSantis or somebody else like that, because they, they will probably have a better chance. Trump has way too many cases against him at this point. And putting him on the ticket is just—he's a liability at this point. You know, you. you but that's the only reason he would want to be president because they won't put a sitting president in 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 jail. Uh, and speaking of g- good Democrats, and I know I gave him hell when when they were running in 2020, but uh, Buttigieg is very favorable amongst the Democrat Democratic Party right now. Buttigieg is very favorable. He's not going to win a presidential election, though. Oh, no, he's not going to win because as much as we think that the country, what's the Virginia Slims slogan? We've come a long way, baby. The, oh. the My LGBTQIA plus community, we have come a long way, but not as far as you think. And y'all proved that with the movie Bros two weeks ago because y'all huffed and puffed till y'all got a, a, a gay movie, mainstream, rom-com, and then the gays forgot to go and support it. I'm just saying, I need y'all to pay attention to what is really happening. Mm-hmm. I said it. And I don't think that is that Buttigieg wouldn't win because, you know, he's gay or anything. I just don't think that he has um, enough enough oomph. You know what I mean? Like, we really need somebody that's going to, like, be able to be a go-getter and not, like, you know, kind of cower when it's when the, the things get rough. You know what I mean? And I love you. Somebody like a Gavin Newsom, but I completely disagree with you. I love you, and I completely disagree with you. They ain't going to let him in because he gay. Girl, we have not come that far. It is all, it's going to be, he could be the greatest politician with a clean record, but because they know he is openly gay, got a hug, girl, that's all they hear. You know how when I go on stage, what do I always say when I reintroduce myself? I am a comedian that what? Happens to be transgender. And I'm telling you, he would have to come out and say that I am a politician and a Democrat that happens to be gay. Because when you hear gay first- well, I know, I know what you're saying, but I'm saying in this country, when you hear gay or homosexual first, you forget to hear the other part. That's all you hear. Hmm. This country is so set up to to for wrong or for what they want that you don't hear. I'm a gay. Prof- I'm a gay professor. I'm a gay president. I'm a gay politician. You once you hear the word gay, it stop right there. <laughs> and I'm not saying that off of hearing it. I have lived that as a comedian and being part of the community for 37 years. Oh, <laughs> I want to stay with that 37 year narrative. I want to lose track of that. <laughs> You've been a part of the community for 37 years, and you're 37 years old. I'll believe it. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> I believe it. The Republicans selling y'all a dream. Why not? <laughs> Shoot, I believe it. But I'm at a point, though, Lauren, as a, as an American, mm-hmm. as a black American, as a transgender per, of, of transgender experience in this country that I'm almost seeing what we have with the Democratic Party. I'm uh, I'm leaning towards becoming an independent. I can understand that, though. Yeah, I could definitely understand that. 
And it's and it's this, the same thing on the other side too. Because if you think about it, there's a lot of Republicans after Trump, you know, came into office, and then they kind of saw how things were taking a turn for the worse, and people were just supporting Trump, Trump, Trump. Some of these Republicans became independents because they no yeah. longer supported their party and their views because they said, "I can't be a part of this." Yeah, so. it is is out of control. I don't think I don't think that the ones that want him in the office, even with the tax breaks and with the, I don't think they even foreseen the drasticness of what this country has become, the hate that is just like unbelievable. Is it's it un- what it's become or what it's always been? And we're just well, at the forefront. They pulled the, D- they pulled the blanket back and exposed the DNA yeah. to show yeah. us what it's like without having skin on your body. So now if you take my skin off, you see all the stuff that's up under my skin. That's what they did. They pulled the skin back. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I just had a thought. <laughs> because what honestly it just feels like we're living in a time loop if you think about it because that's what it feels like at this point we're in a freaking time loop it's actually a very petrifying time if i didn't have children i wouldn't want to have children i wouldn't want to bring children i wouldn't want to bring dogs exactly exactly because you're bringing them into what into a world of what and then can we even get away from it because is it is just in america or is it in other countries you know look at what's happening over in ukraine with the woman you was we were talking about the young lady that they killed lauren take that lead yeah Yeah. Yeah. so in iran no but and and that's a great point too we are living in a time too where you know women's rights are actually becoming a global issue again so um, there was a woman in Iran who was actually murdered a couple of weeks ago. Her name is Masai Amini. Um, she was basically kidnapped, I'm going to say, by the morality police because they deemed that the clothing that she was wearing wasn't appropriate or in her hijab wasn't placed properly. So they literally abducted her and took her into jail, quote unquote, and three days later she died. And they're claiming that it wasn't their fault. Subsequent to that, protests broke out all across Iran. It's it's becoming, you know, a global issue once again. But the media in Iran and even mainstream media over here isn't covering it as much as you would hope that they would. But subsequent to that, there's been 12 year olds who have been murdered, 16 and 17 year old girls that have been murdered. And they're saying, oh, you know, they just committed suicide. So they're really trying to control this narrative that they're not killing women because women are actually taking a stance and standing up for themselves saying that we should be able to decide what we want to wear. We should be able to decide who we want to marry. We should be able to decide when we want to get a divorce, but they're literally continuing to oppress women and strip them of their rights. And let's not act like the same thing is not happening here over in the United States with the overturning of Roe versus Wade. It may not be to that extreme, but it's all in the same family. If you think about it. I heard the connection when you said the over in that country, that woman was in jail and three days later she was dead. All I could think about was Sandra Bland. That's all I could think yeah. about. Exactly. Different, different scenario, different country, same situation. Mm-hmm. Women are oppressed all over the world, just in a different um, extremes. And I want to be a trans woman, girl. I think I'm about to cut my titties off and go get my beard back. I'm going to be the last player. <laughs> But I think that's also, too, why women, and as you would say, Flame, like biological women, we do go through so much. And it's not that we're just discrediting any other person's experience or anybody from the trans experience. But people seem to forget that women go through so much, but our lived experiences are deemed not as big of a deal as other people. And especially black women, I've said this many times, you know, on our podcast is that, you know, we all know black women are the most disrespected women in the world, but 
we women in general comes we all come in different shades and sizes and you know but as a whole we all kind of do share a different lived experience well technically unless you're really white but you know what i mean so let me let me make sure i'm clear for our listening audience because she was arrested from by the moral police because morality police yes the morality police because the the story was she was wearing her hijab incorrectly or that, that her clothing was, was too else, tight. Right? Yeah, or like her clothing was too tight or improper. It was very. It had to do with her clothing. The specific around it is a little ambiguous, but it was due to her clothing and her appearance is why they basically took her. So one of my comedy dresses, they would just blow my brains out in the street because you know I had the boobs out and the sheer and the back and yeah, oh my god, you know it is. It is. We take for granted in America the privileges that we have, not just as black people or uh, women or, you know, LGBT in as, in as much racism that we live in right now in America, which has always been here, just not as prevalent. Uh, we still have different advantages over certain other countries. Girl, I could never walk down the street freely as a transgender woman dress up. I would, I would be beheaded. I would be murdered in, in certain countries. You know, it is, and we take those for granted. And I hate when, Certain communities, not just LGBT community, but certain just period, take all the 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 the, um, the laws and and the freedoms that we have for granted because they feel entitled because our ancestors and and their ancestors worked so that we or fought so we can have these certain privileges, including not sitting on the back of the bus or including not being having to come through the back door, what have you. And we, we take a lot of that for granted. That's just from the black experience. I can't speak about no other experience. I ain't never been nothing else but black. And that was always first. I'm everything else after that, but I'm black first. And we take that for granted. And it's sad, Lauren, and I, and I hate that they show movies and the, the younger generation takes it for granted. Like, oh yeah, we have never lived through that. We would you have to have a strong constitution and DNA to actually live through that. These kids ain't set up for that. These kids are very uh, weak in their DNA to me and their constitution. But I kind of, I, I disagree on the front that you don't think that kids today are actually living through what their grandparents and great grandparents were living through. These younger generations, they just lived through a pandemic. We haven't had one in over a hundred years. They, we, we, we lived through the pandemic. We, we survived the pandemic, but they're not living through the pandemic. Look at everything that's happening with the, the shootings and the, the, the suicides and people. That's what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that they survived it, but they didn't live it. They're not living through it because they're still carrying it with them. The pandemic is quote unquote, supposedly over, but these people are still carrying the weight of them two years being locked in the house and realizing, oh my God, I don't like myself. Oh my God. Now I know why so many people don't like me because I'm stuck in the house with me. Lauren, you needed to know who you were in order to survive that. And not survive it, live through it. We also, a lot of us survived. Some people did lose their lives during the pandemic. I'm not discarding them at all. Yeah. But we are living through it because we're pushing forward. We're still fighting. A lot of them are still wallowing in why me and anger and bitterness and depression and haven't come to the realization that I need to deal with these things. I need to face these uh, uh, um, 
uh, um, hiccups that I found out that I, I possess in my life. You know, I'm depressed. I'm I'm clinically depressed or I don't like to be alone or, you know, a lot of them won't face that. They would just push through it and everybody's hollering therapy, 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 therapy. And they're speaking about it, Lauren, but they're not really acquiring someone professional to sit down and have a conversation with them to make them realize this is why you feel like this or this is why you don't feel like this myself included but i'm a therapist anyway you know i'm the wizard the final season of power book 2 ghost is here and no one's future is safe after surviving a hit on her life monet played brilliantly by mary j blige has to reckon with what led her to almost lose everything and to atone for the life she has forced her children to live and on the other side of the coin, Davis, portrayed by the multi-talented Method Man, is suspended and on the verge of losing his law license. Desperate to survive, he fully embraces the criminal underbelly of his enterprise and finds himself working for both sides, loyal to whichever one benefits him most. And then, of course, there's Tariq, who finds himself at rock bottom and facing threats from every angle. With his future in the game in serious doubt and his family's safety on the line, will he lean into the St. Patrick name and do whatever has to be done to get back on top? Like father, like son. Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now, only on Stars and the Stars app. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough. But these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC. There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Limited time offer. Requires 0% APR. 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. Listen up. I've got a quick message for any black entrepreneurs who are planning on opening a store or who want to grow their business. If this describes you, let me share some info about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. 
Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. But that's why I'm saying though, I do feel like, you know, some of these like younger generations, like the Gen Z, like they, they get a lot of slack and, you know, a flack and a lot of flack, excuse me, from people saying like, oh, y'all don't understand, y'all understand. But in retrospect, this generation has probably lived through more than or even equivalent to, to what our great grandparents lived through. Like I have a great grandmother who's 103 years old. She was born in 1920. So she was, you know, born 20 years after, you know, the previous uh, pandemic. But these younger kids have lived through so much. That's why there's suicide. And that's why they're going through all of these different things. So that's why I think that in a way they are stronger than the average, you know, um, baby boomer generation because they've lived through more than they have. I think, think the difference so? between, <laughs> I think the only difference, they have the same strength. Okay, I'll, get, I'll grant you that. The difference is they have no unity. We have, they okay. have unity over the internet. We had unity because we had to stick together. We had to march together. I agree with that. We had to fight, but the internet has, oh, I can just say, I don't like this. I can put up a post. Mm-hmm. It's not enough. It's not enough. I agree with that. I think that you guys, uh, not you guys in general, but I'm just saying that generation. Because I'm only 37. Don't do that. I'm sorry. Sorry. You're only 37. So, but that generation, you know what I mean? The baby boomers, for instance, they actually were able to come together with the United message in the midst of the government trying to attack and oppress them. So, but they were able to come together at the end of the day, which I feel like we are often more divided than we are together. So I, I agree with that for sure. For sure. We're prayers to Iran, prayers to also to Ukraine. I, speaking of Ukraine, before we get to Ukraine, Lauren Hogan, mm-hmm. I want to talk about a po- post that I saw. If they do have a draft here in America, if we do go into war, because if, if Putin drops the nukes, everybody has to get involved. NATO, all the NATO countries, everybody. They are going to have a draft for transgender women. And I remember we, we distinctly talked about this on Laugh and Learn, you and I. Mm-hmm. When they passed Roe versus Wade, I strictly said y'all just release the ball because if they take away women's rights, guess what? They coming after trans women. <laughs> I wish that my trans sisters that got big voices and, and and part of the activists programs and big with all these big plat- platforms would have stood up against Roe versus Wade for the sake of biological women and not just for 
abortion rights, but for the rights of your body. Because if they take y'all rights, you damn sure know they're going to take ours. You're going to tell me I can't wear no wig, no makeup. How am I supposed to make my money? Don't nobody want to see me out of drag. <laughs> <laughs> what you call yourself? Rollo from San Francisco? Rollo from San They don't want to see. They're not paying for Rollo. They're paying for Rollo to talk like Rollo, but to look like Esther. <laughs> I, I'm going to be really upset if uh, we end up having a draft here in the United States. You know, in some ways, I'm not saying that we should have abandoned Ukraine, but when the war first really broke out, I was really upset to see how the government treated black folks over there, which just showed that racism, it didn't matter what was going on. People still going to be racist, even the most tumultuous of times. But for now, for us to say that we're going to have a draft here potentially to advocate for those in Ukraine, man. There's so many other things that's wrong with America that could be getting fixed, but I, I digress. Well, I love that Ukraine Zelensky uh, is still standing up, still fighting, still still on his hind legs. That that shows so much courage and strength to me. I love the courage. I mean, Ukrainian people are definitely resilient. I'm not taking that away from them. I'm just saying that I think a lot of I think Joe Joe Biden got a little maybe a little too involved in it. That's all I'm saying. I don't. That's nothing against them. There's just so many things that are still wrong with this country that haven't been addressed that I would have liked to see also take priority or equal priority, I would say, at the same time that they put into the war in Ukraine. But that's just my personal opinion. So, Personal opinions are warranted here on Laugh and Learn. Lauren Hogan, speaking of personal opinions, I'm, I'm blocked on IG. Yes, or- yes, yes. <laughs> What are you not in IG jail is the new question. Shoot. I had an incident at the Veterans Administration. Did we talk about this last week? Did I talk about this last week? No, because this only happened on Sunday. You haven't talked about this at all, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So we... We talked about it on Sunday, but not here. A friend of mine uh, is an ex-vet. She did two tours in Iraq. She was having some serious stomach issues. And so I took her to the VA hospital, to the emergency room here in Long Beach, California. And uh, we experienced the worst racism and the most dismissive and disregarding attitude from some R from an RN and a couple of doctors there that it had nothing to do with her being, I don't even think this was so much about uh, transgender. I think that because she's black and they were just disrespectful to her. And, um, and I'm saying her cause biologically she is a female and she still identifies as female. She just her presentation is male. If if that if that, if I'm confusing anybody, she looks like a boy, but she identifies as a girl. Period. Right. So I'm hoping that made it really easy for y'all because I know I'm painting a picture. I'm trying to make it visual for y'all. But there was a a, a male nurse, heavy set, Caucasian, uh, who never dealt with us for four and a half hours. And as soon as he found something negative to speak on, he came and said to us, "This is why I like working with you people." He could not get people out before he triggered the nigga and I exploded in the emergency room. Not exploded physically, but my voice, my, when I'm angry, I can be very violent by my mouth. Let me just say that. Oh my God, I sharpened my tool like you would not believe, Lauren Hogan. When I tell you, I tried to take his head off with my mouth and disrespect him. Came home and made a whole video post. They got 10,000 views on TikTok before it got blocked and about 1,000 shares. The hospital actually called. They wanted to apologize. They said that I was promoting violence, that he was getting disturbing phone calls. I said, well, then he needs to be removed from his position because my friend put her life on the line for this country. Uh, he ain't put nothing on the line but a cheeseburger because he was fat. And damn oh. me that this is not fat shaming, but I know like 10,000 fat jokes before I even got to the white. Oh, my God, I told me half. Uh, <laughs> It is. It is just. I thought it was quite disrespectful. If that's the way, and I, from what I've heard, from what I've heard, this is how they treat the veterans here 
a lot of the veterans and a lot of the different VAs. I can't speak for all, but mm-hmm. I, I've been since I put that post up, I've been getting a lot of inbox messages or influx of messages from veterans saying that they have experienced the same treatment. I think it's preponderance that these people put their lives on the line. I would never go to war for this country. I wouldn't because I'm, I don't want to see death and all of that. But for these people to do that and then have to come back, they first of all, they don't pay them enough when they're in the military and they damn sure don't pay them enough when they get out. But then for you to put people in positions to disrespect these people who have lost limbs, got PTSD, experienced death like you wouldn't believe me and you walking down the street, Lauren, and you step on a, a, a bomb and you just explode. How am I supposed to live with that? You know, and these people live with that. And this is how you talk and treat them? Oh, I told him up. I found this license number that's public record and his real name and put him on blast. I hope he loses his job. I said that. I'm going to say his name on here, but I hope he loses his job. Honestly, though, I think I know that, you know, they're basically retaliating against you and almost like his intimidation tactics. But I'm actually very glad that you said something. Um, I think there's a lot of times where people just, to your point, don't understand the magnitude of how veterans are mistreated in this country and how when they come back from fighting, you know, they suffer from PTSD or they're not able to get adequate housing. They end up being homeless or end up being on the street and not being able to see proper health care. And it's honestly, it's sad because you're supposed to support this country, but then you come back and your country doesn't support you. So what does that say for the efforts that, you know, you're putting forth and the time? Yeah, and it just reminded me of something. So when the violence department called me and said that, well, um, you people, that can mean a lot of things. Plus, you, you on your video, you said that you people, which you check off a lot of boxes. I say it does. I'm, I'm black. I am a, a transgender, and I'm of LGBT experience. So I don't know which one he was talking to. So she said, "Well, him and his husband, because you, he couldn't possibly be that because he's gay." I said, "That don't mean nothing." I said, "Gay people don't like gay people." I said, "Do you know who you're talking to?" I say, honey, they don't even like me. Girl, if you don't knock it off, she tried to intimidate me. But when I tell you she met her match because she did not know who she was dealing with, and I gave her exactly what she was looking for, that lady won't never call me again. I heard her feelings. She says, well, I know him, and I've spoken to him, and I don't think that that's what he meant. I said, was you there? She said, said, I said, were you there? I said, because the look in his face was of racist disdain and hate. He looked at me like I was a a meal that he couldn't complete. With his fat, nasty ass. She got off my phone because she thought she was going to challenge me. And I had had a lovely. Oh, she was never going to win. I would have argued with her to Jesus came back. Yes, I would have. But that's the thing, though. People are like, just because, it, you know, somebody's of the same experience as you, that they can't, one, hate themselves. That's what we were talking about earlier, is that people are who they are, but either they don't accept themselves or, you know, through recent events that have happened in the world, realize that they actually don't like you, themselves. So that's called what? Projecting. And that's, I was like, what happened to you? Yeah. Well, I, I reported to the nurses board. I'm waiting for an email. I'm going to follow this through because here's the thing. I'm just fighting. I'm fighting the way they fight. I, there, there's no need for me to get physical and just be cussing and fussing because I'm g- good at that. But they send emails. They do it the professional way. I'm going full Karen because the disregard and disrespect was not even just for me and my friend. The disregard and the disrespect was for all the veterans that he encountered long before we ever met him. Because for him to be so comfortable with saying that and all his co-workers, doctors, other nurses around him. Uh, like they didn't say yes do it but they said nothing when he did it so that makes you complicit which means that you he has gotten very comfortable with doing this and they've experienced this before they just didn't experience flame monroe oh honey but the whole hospital know me now <laughs> yeah they do and, 
And but to your point, though, and the fact that you did speak out and so many people were saying thank you and that this was an important topic that needed to be discussed because they had so many similar uh, experiences. It was valid. What you were saying was valid and needed. And the fact that you had a platform to do so, that's why they mad because they they tried. You never know who's who. You never know. Oh, when I when I the right one. legal name and his license number, which is public record, I went back up to the emergency room because you know they called the police and had me escorted out at the exploded on. But they had to call my friend back because she had horrible blood clots, and so they had to admit her for a couple of days. I went right back to him and said his name and his license number, and said you don't know me, but after Monday you ain't gonna never forget my name. That's not how nice I said it, but I did say that to him. <laughs> but he got scared though, because he was just like, oh, 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 oh my goodness, you know. Hmm. And to your point, he's been hmm. getting away with it for so long. So he's going to say, oh, I was being attacked. Oh, it was this, oh, it was that. And it's like, no, look at the inciting incident. What started this whole thing? Your behavior, your actions. So take accountability. Don't not do that. Not anymore. He will not, I'm trying to make sure he does not get away with it anymore. Speaking of not getting away with it, to the state of Georgia, I need y'all to show up. Early voting starts tomorrow, right, Lauren? Yep, starts tomorrow. Listen to me and listen to me well. They have changed a lot of voting laws in the South. They have moved vote, polls and booths and everything else. I need you guys in Georgia to show up for Stacey Abrams and for Raphael Warnock. Early voting, whatever you need to do, because they've changed the laws where you can't give people water while standing in line. All these, they are doing all that they can to make sure, because my, my partner or my very smart young partner on here always says, if our vote was not so important, why would they fight so hard to keep us from it? I need Georgia to show up so that we can make Georgia blue, keep Georgia blue, and we got to keep control of this Senate seat. Or even keep it purple. I'll take purple right now. Even if it's not fully blue, I'll take purple. Shoot. A, a little off blue. A little aubergine. Yeah. <laughs> a little aubergine. <laughs> exactly. But I think that um I think that the state uh is it called the State Farm Arena? Well, I know it is um Phillips Arena, but I think that the um because I don't think basketball, like the season kind of officially starts this week. But I know the one thing that in the NBA was saying, like any day that's like the official voting day, which is November 8th, obviously, that they're actually going to use all of the facilities, the NBA for actual um, voting sites, which I think is fantastic. So I'm curious to see how um, Georgia turns out. We really need Fulton County to turn out if we're going to be honest. It, 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 it takes one person to push the narrative to get everybody on board for us to take the lead. The, 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 the Alabama boycotts started way before they we give all the credit to um what was her name who sat on the bus and wouldn't get up you know my my man rosa parks rosa parks but you know how many other people experienced that long before she did she just got the fame the fame and then martin luther king came and took the lead and it worked hopefully these nfl players these basketball players, these people in positions of power black folks with money especially in the state of georgia can't just do just what you said show people the light because a lot of times people don't know what they want you have to show them what they want. I, I hate that we live in that society, but you have to show people what they want in order for them to get it. That's great, Lauren. I didn't even know that, but that's a great form that they're closing down and opening it up for people to get in there and vote. We have to work yeah. together, or I'm telling you, that is why I was saying the young people are verbal. They're ready to get physical. They, But the older people marched and had a different unity. That is what, that is what now we can put that unity with this youth, Girl, we could win. We could we could win. If we could put the unity with the youth, we could win this. That's the message. 
But also, too, but to that point, though, the Gen Zers, they go out and vote. I'm not even going to hold you. In this last election, they turned out to vote. So. But we old people. Old people mail in our ballot. I'm mailing in my ballot. I don't feel like going down. I'm going to put my hand in the middle. Not old people. I mail in my ballot, too. But I'm just saying they, they do turn out to vote. So I just hope that everybody exercises their right to vote. It's crucial. All of the these uh, nail biters, are they're like 3 to 5% between Nevada, Michigan, Georgia, Florida, they're all within a three to five percent margin. And, you know, that's it's it's not a lot. It's really not a lot. So I hope that people really do turn out. Shoot, L.A. too. We got, you know, a mayoral election coming up. Ooh, speaking so, of the mayoral election coming up, Karen Bass, who we who I'm voting for. And so are you, I think. Mm-hmm. Yes, I sure For am. mayor here in um, in um, L.A. And she's having a big fundraiser at the Hollywood Laugh Factory this Thursday evening at 7 p.m. Hosted by Magic and Cookie Johnson. Stevie Wonder's performing. Guess who's on the bill, Lauren Hogan? Oh, who? Who? Tell us. Oh my Tell God. us. I, they, they have this funny comedian. I cannot think of her name. But she got red hair or blonde or black hair. she feeling on that day? Whatever the name is. Oh, my God. Her name is <laughs> Flame. I'm going to have the best time. And I'm going to push laugh and learn. And I'm going to push politics. Because I like to talk political savvy. Especially in that arena with all them big wigs. Uh, we might get us a Magic John. You know, I admire Magic Johnson a lot. So I'm, and I would let him know why I magic, admire him because he was like Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz to me. He was looking for brain. He found in himself, he was, I love his brain, his heart, and his courage because what he did and how he, you know, opened up the world to his truth and who, what had happened to him way, way back was wonderful back then. You know, they, they shunned him, but Magic is thriving. Magic has proven that you can live with something and live wonderfully. With the same wife, with all Magic must have got a different kind of HIV. Magic got the billionaire HIV. He did, and that <laughs> that, that ain't no read right that because that's his, that his story. He told his truth. So for y'all get to listen, Tom, Tom, flame you. I ain't put nothing out there that he ain't put out there. I cannot tell this man's story, but I do admire his strength and his courage and the capacity to show other people that not only can you live with it, you can live through it, and you can successfully survive. Oh, I said that word right, successfully. Girl, when I tell you, I think I just took a lovely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know he's. I'm. I know Magic's mad right now. The freaking Dodgers lost last night, so I know he's mad about that. But yes, I think that's beautiful that you're doing that event. I'm glad that we're really starting to support. Uh, people are really coming out in waves to support Karen Bass because you know Rick Caruso got some people to endorse him that I'm confused about, like uh, Snoop Dogg. But that's neither here nor there. Well, wait a uh, minute. Let me to be fair. I did see the commercial where Snoop Dogg said Caruso, but if Caruso cut me the right check, I will host perform at Karen Rest Valley. But as soon as I leave there, I go make a Rick Caruso commercial. I'm just saying, I'm, if you're going to sell me out, sell me out. Oh my God. <laughs> oh I'm just joking. I wouldn't do that. Well, that depends on the mind on the check. Okay, yeah. What happened? So, oh my God. Lauren, this was a good episode. Girl, you are so informed. Oh my God. I feel like I'm 27. Oh, thank, you. Hmm. thank you. Thank you. Well, you know, you're 37. So, you know, just 10 years my senior. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> you see how we both had to laugh at that line. I'm surprised Aaron didn't cr- chime in and say, if you don't knock it off. He might have. Aaron just, Aaron's back there. He just saw mute. Um, but no, in all seriousness, this note, here at Laugh and Learn, we do have a saying that we're never trying to get anybody to change your mind. We're simply trying to get you to use your mind because why flame? A mind is a terrible thing to waste. And ladies and gentlemen, in, the, in our listening audience, this is one of the most crucial times in life that we really need to stand together as a people. You need to know who you are and your worth so that we can make changes for the future because it's happening to us now. But you got kids and grandkids and you want a better world and a better life for them. So please make contact 
conscious decisions, please don't discard the vote and say, oh, my little one vote don't count because if 10 of y'all say that and the one, the other person wins by 10 votes, then guess what? Your vote did count. Yep. hundred percent. So thank you for joining us here at Laugh and Learn here on iHeart. Please download us download us on iHeart under the Black Effect Network uh, or Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to your podcast at. You can follow my gorgeous partner at Lauren Armani H on Instagram and Lauren Hogan on YouTube. And I'm yep. Lauren, where am I at? You can find Flame at Monroe Flame on Instagram. That's IGJ, but I'm in IGJ right now. He's in IGJ right now. <laughs> just need to clarify so she won't be going live for a little bit. Um, as well as Marcus Flame Monroe Parker on Facebook, um, at Flame Monroe One Two Five on TikTok, and Flame Monroe on YouTube. And we appreciate you guys. We thank you. Have a glorious week. This is a good week, Re- Georgia. Please register. Not only be registered, but come out in droves. Act like they give yes. away something free. It, it it is so important, not just to the state of Georgia, but to the state of the union. Because I'm telling you, the Republicans are playing chess and not checkers. And we need to get on board because they're about to checkmate, and we don't want that. We got to block this checkmate. Hundred percent. Thank you for joining us here at Laugh and Learn. Thank you, my partner Lauren Hogan. I will see you on Friday. Yes. Oh, because on Friday, what are you doing? I'm taping uh, horrible decisions with uh, Mandy B and Weezy WTF, and on for that podcast, which is also a part of the iHeart family. And we are going to have a cut up. I'm gonna educate these young girls because they talk about sex. But I'm gonna take. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring a little politics into the bedroom. But I'm also them because you know I've been the husband and the wife sometimes in the same night sometimes in the same hour and I've been listening to them I think they get it wrong but I'm, I'm gonna help them out I'm gonna teach them mm-hmm. and so our listeners will be able to look forward to that episode yes this too. Friday we taping it at 1 30 I'm not sure if it's live but I promise you y'all it's gonna be one of the most entertaining episodes that you'd have heard because I'm gonna be two lovelies in and good god <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us at Laugh and Learn. We appreciate you, Flamez. We could not do this show without you. That's why we want you to know that you are always a part of this family, and we appreciate it. Thank you. Don't miss an episode of Laugh and Learn. Listen and subscribe on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Laugh and Learn Podcast is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Our executive producer is Tiffany Haddish. Our theme music is by the one and only Chrissy Payne. Thank you, guys. This is Flame Monroe. Don't forget to laugh, listen, and learn. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC.
The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Even though Tariq St. Patrick was betrayed and almost taken out last season, He's not totally on his own in the final season of Power Book 2, Ghost. For better or for worse, his partner in the drug game, Braden Weston, is his ride or die, and it's them against the world. But when Braden goes all in on this life, Tariq has to wonder, is there really room for both of them at the top? Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now, only on Stars and the Stars app. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And hmm. not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer.